nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to Nerdables. This week we are talking Sony Spideyless Spider-Verse, Dark Phoenix reshoots, Fox develops the new animated-ish features, Star Wars TV has its time period, and Star Wars invades the Hollywood Bowl. Joining me are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. I'm already saying hey, welcome to Nerdables. Hey. Like to, hey, yeah. More friendly, you know. So, uh... Because that's what we hey, need in our show. Hey. That's what we are. We're friendly here. Oh, yeah. By the way, hey. I hey, finally I got the uh, the panel up on uh, SoundCloud for uh, Comic-Con. I did a lot of Comic-Con prep and finalizations this week. Uh, so I got that up there. Did it sound good? No, it's... Uh, still rough? It's still rough. But mm. it, you know, I, I figure this way it gives the listener... The chance to feel like they're in the auditorium with us. Sure. Because the echo, because the echo and the <laughs> reverb and everything. Instead of in the auditorium, it would have been clear. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, I had a good. I, before we get started, I had a really cool experience this week. I got to go to Nickelodeon Studios for my job, and I was in uh, Studio C. That's where they record all of the Ninja Turtles and. Uh, they bring I, it's something that they do differently than a lot of other uh, animation recordings is they they try to bring in the everybody. whole cast at once instead of everybody just phoning it in. Yeah, instead of getting one person in there, <laughs> literally but, not. Well, yeah, yeah, no, right? I know, yeah. <laughs> but they usually will have the you know up to eight actors in there at one time. But just being in that that studio <laughs> and looking around at you know all of the different things that have recorded there, I was like, this is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Someone in Burbank, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was funny, I was talking to him about, they were talking about the the last one, the 3D animation one, mm. and then we started talking about the new one, I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know about this new one. He goes, you know, we're getting that from a lot of people that are true diehard uh, Turtle fans that they don't really, they haven't really found a niche for the audience yet, or for the, for the hardcore fans, because it's care. so different. Yeah. But they wanted to do so something so different, and they, and they figured, well, since the Turtles have such a big multiverse that's been introduced, uh-huh. you could have this type of show and still allow it to be within that whole overall universe. You know, you're just not telling Earth Prime or... Well, you could say that with anything. Well, sure. They could yeah, go you visit could. the Flintstones if they wanted to. Every yeah. iteration doesn't have to be a fan service Right. show so whether it be in the looks or the stories so, well, so like we said when so we first... come back to the next series that comes out and yeah. it might be better well we said for the for taste. when when we were first talking about it i said it's not for me because it's not made for me which is fine if they they these types of franchises have to find a new audience in order to grow and succeed right <clears throat> star wars so changing bits and pieces or overhauling a large portion of it while keeping the very core of it intact, yeah, is something that you have to accept at some point. And it just means maybe for someone like me, I'm not going to watch this iteration. And that's right. okay. It doesn't mean that the last iteration's gone. doesn't mean the Mirage comics are gone. doesn't mean the IDW comics stop. Right. You know, it's not like they're calling IDW going, stop the main series. We're just going to do the one with these new designs. Um, I haven't met anybody that's enjoyed the last few years of Turtles that is excited for... The new turtles, right? But the way that it looks, and the way that it sounds, and the way that it moves, 
those aren't the people they're looking for. They, no, they're, they're going definitely really for a younger young. audience, a yeah. much younger. And that's audience. what they need. So that's that's where they'll find their their piece. Look at something like Batman between the live action TV series and then the cartoon. Those are both Batman, but they're a one eighty difference. Sure. Well, Brave and the Bold when it first came out, a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't like it, and even the thing. Batman. Remember, because there yeah. was that one little that ran. It was supposed to be younger Bruce. Um, and they redesigned the whole thing. You're talking about Batman Strikes. No, the no, no. Was there, there, was the, there was one that was Before? called The Batman. Yeah. And it was very short-lived. I mean, I think it made it only like one season. Was that the CGI one that was after? No, it was bef- the one right before the CGI one. But they they had... Because I thought Brave and the Bold ended with the CGI one, remember? Because that's, there, well, that's the episode... Bold... Hold on, that's the episode with the Batmite. Right. He shows off the new Batman one. But this was, this was a... I think this might have been before Brave and the Bold. Before Brave and the Bold no. was Batman Strikes. That was the CW. No, but there was one called The Batman that... Um, I thought it was called Batman Strikes. <coughs> um, Here's everybody's was, favorite part of the show. A bunch of us look on the internet. It was that one. Which one is it? Oh, that's the one I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. I thought that was called Batman Strikes. Yeah, that's the one yes. I'm talking about. The that's Batman. four the seasons. Yeah, oh, is it four seasons? Yeah, I have all four DVDs for And it, it wasn't that good. I mean, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. it got, I it, loved I loved the design work for it. I the second it was and second, third, and fourth seasons got much better. Wow. But the first season was hit and miss all over the place. Well, yeah, first seasons for a lot of stuff. Because like even that. even the, they changed the was that the one they changed the design of the Joker that he almost had a look like um, with the long hair or whatever. Yeah, yeah he had the he had the kind of spike up and over hair. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Which, I like the design work from that. I thought Mister Freeze from that looked great. I have that Mister Freeze toy from that somewhere. Well, like I said, you know, it got better, but it, there was a period when it just first started. Well, everything, if you're going to get something new, usually it, it, it's something like that where you, you have an established look and property and tone and all of that. When you get the new one, it's jarring. Watching right. that first commercial for Turtles two months after Tales of TMNT ended or whatever, yeah. the, 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 the Nickelodeon series beforehand, it's extremely jarring because oh, it yeah. looks nothing like the same. And Raph's the leader for some reason, and we don't know, and stuff <laughs> like that, so... It's it's you're, you're always going to get that sort of thing. Well, and that's what that's what one of the producers and I were talking about was that the show hasn't found its feet yet. It's still you know it's still finding its audience. It's still finding its feet, and that you know there there's still tweaks coming along and things yeah. like that. I'm not disparaging it hasn't yet anyway. It hasn't yeah. shown yet. I'm not so, disparaging well, they did. it. It did. It showed for one weekend, and then they they had oh, a quick, they had a quick run of, of it. I'm not disparaging the quality of the show in right. one way or the other. Like I just, it's not something I'm going to even try. It's just not something I'm interested in, which is fine. Yeah. Somebody else will, and if it's successful, it'll continue to be successful. And again, doesn't take away anything I already have. And there's enough of it. Something like Turtles that has so much history, yeah, and so much you can revisit, and so much you know merchandise, toys, and stuff that you have doesn't take any of that away. It's well, still I know there. there's you one thing about it. the show you like. Because Eric Bowser, a friend of the show, is doing the voice of Splinter. Well, that's part of the reason we don't say the show sucks. <laughs> right. The last thing I want to do is, wow, this show blows. Um, no, and, and that's... Having someone like that, That's you have to start to think about that in those terms of like, we know somebody, personally, who's involved with that show. Right. So we would never sit here and go, oh, that show's terrible, it's still stupid, and it sucks. Which makes us think, well, what are we really thinking? And it is like, it's just not for us. Something right. that really sucks... There are things that ostensibly suck. They're 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 they they're bad. They're not well done, whatever. And we can argue the merits of that for for stuff. But with something like this that we haven't seen, mm-hmm. um, 
I don't know if you watched any of it. I haven't watched any of it. Um, I didn't. I, I had it set to record, but I didn't get to watch yeah, it. Yeah, so you have one. So for us, it's like the 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 story for us is we're just not interested, right? Or little interest of it. But we well, wish I everybody. That, I mean, I feel like that. So what you're saying, it's just not enough. We're not there, our target audience. Yeah, so. but it's 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 the difference between that and, and doing something like seeing a movie that you just think, oh, that sucks. It's still it's still a pig. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure the Meg's four or five. <laughs> no, two, those three. those are factually terrible films. <laughs> but Green it is. Lantern. I mean, we can argue we can argue the factualness of how they're terrible. They're not well put together. They're not well acted. They're not well written. Right. That sort of thing. We can't do that with something we haven't seen. And maybe we do see Turtles and go, wow, this is just bad. It's not written well or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But or you, you never, gonna have to never take know. We may look at it and go, wow, this is an interesting take on it. Yeah. Or maybe an interesting take that we're just not interested in. Yeah. There's a, there's interesting takes of stuff that are not that that you know. Batman series that we don't watch and stuff like that. But I just good, thought but... I just thought that was a cool thing to bring up, just because we, you know, almost everybody here loves turtles or likes turtles and seen every, nearly every iteration of it, and just for the history of being in that studio was kind of you know. Well, I didn't bother with the movies like other people did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, we I could did. say the turtle movies were bad. Oh, you did too. Oh no, turtle movies were great in their own special way. Number three, I can see... Okay. No, 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 no. We're no, talking new, about the new, 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 new... The Michael yeah, Bay yeah, produced yeah. ones. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen those. The, um... <laughs> the, uh... The, 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 the... What am I thinking of? Honest Trailer Group. Uh... Their Honest Trailer for it is like... They got the personalities of the Turtles, right? Right. It just doesn't... The rest of the movie is so terrible around. Oh, like, yeah, How could yeah. you get it right, but you can't get anything else? <laughs> it was just... So even then, there's a and redeeming Casey, piece I mean, in the second, Casey was okay. Yeah. Yeah, but and even April wasn't bad. The, it was just the as a second whole, one it just doesn't seem. Second one keeps popping up on Amazon as a recommendation for me, and I'm like, no, go away. I don't want to see it. I don't care. It's always weird when you like keep hitting those. And you're like, Why do you keep sending me this? Exactly. But like Facebook used to do that when you like they'd send you like, oh, <laughs> this is a friend of a friend on your thing. Like, how many times do I have to ignore this before you stop sending it to me? Like, exactly. I get it. John Smith, who's friends with you know John Doe. I'm not clicking on that person. It's, it's like, been a year. Stop putting it in my feet for guts. I've been hitting the X. Get it off. You shouldn't even have to hit the X. Just like fix your algorithm. It's like YouTube videos on your homepage. You're like, uh, why? Why is this even on my homepage? Yeah. I don't watch any Spanish videos. So, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of bad movies, or at least a company that's made a few, Spider Man. Still talking about Spanish. <laughs> speaking of Spanish, qué pasa? Um, so Sony has decided not to do. The Black Cat and Silver Saber movers Sable. movie, Sa- yeah, Sable, Sable. Movie. yeah, yes, Silver Sable movie, but they are going to do a Black Cat movie, a Silver Sable movie, a Jackpot movie, a Silk movie. <laughs> every fe- it seems like every female that's ever been within the Spider Verse is getting her own movie. Hashtag Me Too. <laughs> Right. Um, in a very different way. Yeah. So, and they're, you know, all well, of these movies like are still too, planned right? with no Spider Man. Here's the great part of this you just mentioned four characters Black, Pats, Black Cat, Silver Sable, Jackpot, and Silk. I guarantee you, if we had an audience, that 85% of the audience wouldn't know three of those four characters. They'd know Black Cat, probably. That would be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the amazing Maybe like, Silk. I, know, I mean, okay. she was. The, the mainstream recent. audience has no clue who Silk is. Yeah. She doesn't even have her own. Well, book that's anymore. what I'm saying. Is right. she was more recent with the comic books yes, and whatnot? So yeah, I would say that you, they you, would know you, her more. You have comic books that have less than a hundred thousand people reading them. Yeah. 
But versus. I love how they, 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 in the title of this article, it says, Sony and Spider-Man spin-off films. They're not spin-off films from a Spider-Man movie. Well, for them, it's a Spider-Man yeah. franchise. Yeah. Unless it's they're going to make appearances in the next Spider-Man movie. But they can't. They can't. This is the thing that drives me crazy with everyone who keeps talking about this, even at the shop. They're not understanding the deal portion of it. Just, it's like the Fox thing, where people don't understand that Disney doesn't own Fox yet. Right. You know, everyone's like, oh, well, the Fantastic Four is going to show up in, in Captain Marvel next year. No, they can't. They literally can't. They physically, literally, legally cannot. The, unless they, the unless they sign a different signed yeah. on the, or Unless they're doing the another deal where Fox, quote unquote, sells the rights to Disney, whatever. But as of right now, there's no way. The same thing here. Tom Holland and the name Spider-Man and the name Peter Parker cannot appear in any of the Sony films. Sony, any of the other characters from the Spider-Man universe cannot appear in a Spider-Man film. These characters can't go over there. Except for the animated film. The, anim- the animated film is different. Because it's diff- animation rights and, and live action rights are different. So, because we were talking about this when we were talking about Homecoming 2 or now, what is it, Far From Home or whatever Far From it is. Home, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who the heck are they going to use as the villain? Because they bought the Vulture along with Spider-Man to do Homecoming. Well, they obviously can't use Venom, and right. they obviously can't use any of these characters. So who are they going to use? That's that's where it becomes who's in the next film. Unless it was they that bought work. the initial rogues gallery for Spider-Man. Or they bought the Sinister Six. Right, or, yeah, heard, or the Sinister Six. Yeah, we the Craven's part of that, though. That's it's what I'm saying. If they, if they bought the Sinister Six, they'd have Mysterio... Craven, Craven, Ock, yeah, and God and Lizard, Goblin, Lizard, something like that. Uh, Who knows? And that's the, we don't know all the details of it. We're, we're it could we're be Hobgoblin. Dealing with, we're dealing with, um, but no, they already said Mysterio is going to be in the next film. In Spider Man, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they've yeah. Already, they've already said yeah. So there, so there you go. They have they, it's like a piece by piece. It's mm-hmm. it's this character. If, if Sony's going to use Jake Hall or something, right? I think. I think so. Maybe. If Sony's going to use them, they can't appear in Marvel. Right. No, I, I wasn't sure on that. Yeah. So it's... Because it's, Sony... Whatever Sony's universe is that they decided to mm-hmm. do, they should call it Venomverse because that'll end up being their main character. Well, None of those I, characters can show up in a Marvel film. Well, that's what I was wondering is, you know, because I thought that since they made this deal to move Spider-Man over, they've kind of moved over properties so that they can make the movie. No. And that's why. Interesting. I kind of wish I wouldn't have looked at this, but no, yes, it is Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. But uh, and then you saw other actors. You're like, ah, crap. Jake well, Gyllenhaal. it's just they're um, Michael Keaton's going to be back in it. Thanks. I know. Well, spoiler. Could, but but you, you never know. He's I mean, in jail. So. Yeah, he's in jail. There could there could be you know. Well, you also remember as far out as they are, that's probably he's contracted for three films. Right. So and you never know be. if it's remember just... Harrison Ford was listed for episode nine or yes. episode eight. Until yeah. like a month before the movie came out, right? And you never know; it's he may just have like a short scene in the prison. That's what that's what he's saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's probably a cameo at the end, saying, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah, Jake when Gyllenhaal, they lock him up, so... it'll, it'll be how's give it you... going, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it'll give you the idea that maybe the sinister, sinister Six is being put together because yeah. you'll yeah. see them both in jail or something. And he's like, "Hey, Batman, cool." They could even have you know, <laughs> Ox in jail or something too with them. Yeah. You in that movie Ooh. about that bat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of Birdman. Oh, right. That was it. <laughs> wing, you know, they both have wings. Um, well, okay. Jackpot seems like 
a very <laughs> odd character. I mean, almost all of those are except mo- for Black Cat. Even, what you're missing, even people this... that read Spider Man, most of them probably have no idea who Jackpot I don't is. Remember who Jackpot is. What you're missing in this story is the story that's before it, which is all the DC executives moved to Sony. (laughs) And they're just throwing names on a board. Like, we're going to make a Jackpot movie and a Silver Sable movie. Literally, if it sticks on the... And we're going to make an Anti-Venom movie. And we're going to make a... What was was that stupid sidekick kid? What was it? Alpha or something? Yeah, Alpha. Oh! That was so bad. They created that character just to kill him. So literally anything that actually sticks on the wall that they throw up there. I watched a Peter Porker film like crazy. Gets. Oh, yeah. Spider-Ham? Totally. That'd be you have amazing to do this as an film. animated film, though. No, you do it. You do it live action, but he's a CG character. Or it's, better yet, Spider Spider Ham comes to our New York with no superheroes, and he's the only superhero in the entire world. It's so like Howard the Duck, sort of. Yeah, but it's but but he's, animated. But he's animated, and it's Spider. I was gonna say, oh no, it's like it's like Homer him. coming into the real exactly. world. Yeah, yeah. It, or or leave him just completely as an animation, you know, like a two D animation, like Roger Rabbitish. Well, yeah, with, that's, in a live action. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and that would be awesome. If you're listening, Sony DC executives, we just DC. gave you <laughs> the joke I just made. That DC oh, DC. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Man, your short-term like... memory is worse than Ethan's. <laughs> At least he can remember this show. Well, marijuana sort of. has been introduced <laughs> legally into the state for. Oh um, yeah, tell me. I smelled that all night long too. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Can't watch Empire without freaking buds, bro. Okay, Silver Sable. Silver Sable. I could see. Being in a movie with another character. I don't see her standing alone. None of those characters can be in a movie without Spider-Man. Black Cat? None of those characters can be in a movie without Spider-Man. They're not Black characters... Black Cat's a hard one, yeah. Well, they're yeah, not characters... Who's she going to hook up with? It's not that. It's, it, it, hook up's nothing. You do Black Cat, everyone's just going to say it's Catwoman. Oh, true. Yeah. Because yeah, that's... Uh, it, it, they're characters that exist within the Spider-Universe for a reason. Yeah. Silver Sable, if it was a Marvel film, would actually make some sense as somebody who leads a mercenary unit that deals with a superhero threat yeah. in a superhero world. But in a Sony film, that doesn't make any sense. If Silver Sable and her group of mercenaries were hired to hunt down Venom, then you might have a movie. Yeah. If Venom 2 is, you know, Electric Silver Sable Boogaloo, then <laughs> her group chasing after Tom Hardy, that can be a film. Silver Sable in the Wild Pack. Yeah. Silver <laughs> Sable by itself is like, oh, look, it's a mercenary group. Right. We just watched the A-team with boobs? What are, what are we doing? Yeah. And that's... It, it's Suicide none of those Squad char- all over again. Yeah. None of those characters, to me, are strong enough to hold their own film. Maybe Silk. If they can use Silk because she has classic Spidey powers. Mm. Right? It, well, yeah. Yeah. She, she has, does. Yeah. She has no, web, she does. She does. Web, yeah. So there you go. You that's your That may be their sp- spider... Non man. She, she was bit by the same spider as Spider Man as Peter Parker. I don't remember her backstory. She was locked up but she was, for but, a long time. Yeah, she was locked she was she was bit by the same spider and then was locked up or kid, kidnapped locked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then But isn't she much younger than Peter? Yes. Yeah. So how did she get bit by the same spider? I'm pretty sure it's the same spider. So did that I've, same never, spider I've never heard that. Did I that same spider survive for twenty plus years? <laughs> That's that's a good spider. That's radioactive. What do you expect? That's true. <laughs> I, I can't swear it was the same spider. I could be wrong, but um, I, I yeah, silk. It silk could work only because everybody wants. I mean, if you know, we treat, are in the Me Too movement. And here's here's how you do, because they probably can't use Spider Girl or Spider, spider Woman, one. right? 
they can use Silk yes. as their spider character and that name. I was saying Spider Girl or Spider Woman is probably in Marvel's pocket. Right. But like, hey, we can't use that. It's too close or whatever. I'm wondering if so Spider Girl Sony, Sony can do but, but Silk if, without oh, doing Spider Girl. Basically treating her as Spider Girl. Yeah. I wonder if that's the reason why they changed the name. What? That was Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen to that's Ghost different. Spider. No, that's the, they no they just wanted because you can't have her being called Spider Gwen to the public because the public will know who she is. If you but you got to give her another name so she came back from the dead so she's go she's a ghost so Ghost Spider. It's dumb. It's a dumb name. It's I agree. dumb because if you're changing it to out. To not out to, to give her a name to the comic book public, and not like our the reader public. Oh, uh, you're right. Dumb. It is the same spider. Mere moments after biting Parker, the spider bites another young student named Cindy Moon. Soon after, Cindy's abilities, including organic webbing, unlike Peter, uh, she's unable to control them. Sometime later, Ezekiel approaches the Moon family to offer his help and guide Cindy in controlling newfound abilities. After six years trying to use her power, Cindy is locked up inside of a facility. By Ezekiel to protect her and other spiders from the Moreland and his family called the Inheritors. I had, hmm. yeah, I thought so because it um, it was introduced right after Spider Verse when she when she first emerged from yeah. the. So yeah. she's the same age as Peter, but it feels like they treated her as if she was still in high school. Yeah, they. And Peter is an adult who owns a company. Yeah, and <laughs> um, I thought Peter was older because there's if I remember Peter correctly, is older. The, there's a part where you know, I don't know. no, never mind. He was married. This no, this was, this was the, now there's like now a time he's, he's mentoring to, someone. I'm not sure if it was Silk or someone. That's why I, was, I stopped. No, but. it was Alpha. Yeah, was it Alpha. Yeah. But th- this was right after the Spider Verse uh, run. Slot introduced or, yeah. or re introduced, reintroduced, and because I mean, the Cindy Moon was introduced a long time ago. Seven seven years later, during the original Sin storyline, Spider Man's exposed the energy of the Watcher's eye. He receives a vision of the radioactive spider that bit him, also biting Cindy Moon, and learns what happened to her afterwards. So it's seven years before he goes back to break her out, but they should be somewhere around the same age, right? Just, I don't know. They, they just seem to play her younger, but they anyway, did. that's not that's not the point of the story. Um, Silk may be the way that they do a spider character, a kind of classic spider character with those same powers, and not use a name that belongs to Marvel. I wonder if they can... They, they can't use because of Marvel. They can do the spin where you see, quote-unquote, Parker get bit. I don't think so. And then you see her get bit. But you don't ever know. Or you can as do, long as you don't know his name or anything. Or you can do the right thing and not really care about the origin. True. And just introduce her as a spider character. True. Do basically like Marvel. Because you sort does. of wonder if they have Morlin, if they have the inhibitors, if they inhibitor whatever they were. Inheritors. Inheritors. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mar- I mean, Marvel's done that with a lot of characters where they don't introduce their origin, but you get their origin story through whatever is. Well, that's what they used to do like crazy. In the sixties was just like put the character in there. And but even even in the four issues films. later, they're like, oh, here's the, here's the origin. But even in the films, you know, like Black Widow. She was introduced. We knew she was a spy, but we started developing her backstory. But even then, they, they never give movies. her an, a definitive. This is her origin, piece by piece by piece, which is fine. You right. don't need anything. Hawkeye, they've never given anything about. Yeah, it's just he's, he's like, just hey, a I spy. Found, yeah, I found the chick from Freaks and Geeks and have some family. Yeah, and I'm gonna die <laughs> in Avengers: Infinity War too. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's only you know, certain there's only a handful of characters you get their origin in in this. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a tough you know it's a tough cast of characters to try to throw up on the wall. Sony and... Sony is trying to get blood from a stone. Sure. They're just going to keep throwing those rocks into the quarry. Do you think they would be better off just saying, Marvel, here's our price for these characters to buy the rights back? No, because it's still the, the hey, all we need is one of these things to hit. If sure. Silk hits, if Venom hits, as long as they still have Venom, yeah, probably not. Because Venom, that doesn't really look all that great, is probably still going to be a $150 million picture, $200 million. It has to maybe, be to just maybe. make its money back, I think. But with something like that, you're just like, well, there's potential there, so let's just keep going. Unless it just completely bombs. I mean, let's say they don't recoup all their money. What do I you do know. then? And also, much like we've been talking with X-Men and Fantastic Four, does Marvel really care? They have right. the character they want. They're going to make three films with Spider-Man, and he's in these two Avengers. Well, he's in one Avengers film. Yes. We know Mysterio's in the next one. They'll probably bring Vulture. Let's say they use Vulture, Mysterio. Let's say they use Sinister Four or whatever. These four characters for Spider-Man Three, and they're done. You know, they're thinking in terms. They don't need six hundred characters. Well, and they just acquired Fox, so that's the next run. And then towards the end of that run, they might then go for Sony and get the rest of their characters back, mm-hmm. and then they'll be done. Right. So. And then they'll be like, "We're not going to make films." <laughs> Speaking of Fox. We've been talking about how um, X-Men, what is it, Dark Phoenix, is doing some reshoots. Mm. Now, they're going back and saying they're not as extensive as originally thought. But I'm wondering if they're going back... Are they still scheduled for three months? Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm wondering if they're going back to do some reshoots to end this X-Men series. Like, you know, they may have left... The original ending was left open for possibly another film or something. This one, since the Fox-Marvel deal is pretty... Or Fox-Disney deal is pretty much set in stone. They may have said, okay, we're going to end... You know, because we're going to end the X-Men. We already have seen, you know, where all of the X-Men... You know, the X-Men universe is all together. We already know that. So... If they if they decide to end the X Men, then they're not out anything when it goes over to Fox or Marvel. They're not they're not beholden to try to keep something together that was already established in a few you know earlier movies. It gives them a clean slate to work off of then too. So. Yeah, it's an hour long film in which she blows up the sun instead of she blows up our sun instead of the Shi'ar. It just wastes our universe. What if the, well, what if this what if what if the Scarlet Witch shows up in it and the House of M happens? No, the. I get what you're saying. They but haven't the shown only her reason... powers like that, though, either. Yeah, she's not even close to that. Um, well, they kind of they they started alluded to some of it in uh, at, in the battle scene of uh, on in Wakanda during the uh, uh, Infinity War. You're talking about altering reality completely. No, but when she comes down and she just you know completely annihilates everything and but uses. That's... That's yeah, that's still, that's still like, no, it's still a long, like it's still a long G- leap. To it's an energy base versus something that rewrites the fabric. Why was right. she up yeah. there the whole time? That's what I'm getting at. I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a difference between knocking a bunch of ugly aliens back 30 feet and making no more mutants. Or maybe she says, yes, more mutants or something. Yeah. Um, the thing with it is that, that I get what you're saying, but it 
almost sounds like that rumor or, or the, 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 the BS I keep reading. Like, no, no, no. Disney's calling Fox and telling them they have to change it. Just, again, Disney doesn't care. Fox is still its own entity. Right. And we're but, running with the idea. We The two things that we've heard this week is, one, Disney will not be doing R-rated films. So if they get Fox, they're not going to do that. Two, again, I'm saying rumors and stuff right. we've heard this week. And two is that Fox just simply continues to exist as its own studio under the Disney banner. Well, Iger came out this week and said that there will be more. They're, they're, when the deal goes through, they're not going to stop movies like Deadpool or Avatar or some of these other franchises from being made. He, they want to continue Well, if he's those. talking about Deadpool, then... Well, they're so, still sort of in progression, though, too, of what they're I still doing. Think, I still think that besides the Marvel properties, maybe excluding Deadpool... They will continue on working as their own independent studio. That's what I've said the whole time. Yeah, it'll be it'll be Lucasfilm, it'll be Pixar, you know, Marvel, whatever other entities they own. They will that will be their own. Fox will continue to act as Fox. And you probably and it'll be distributed by you, Disney. If you do Aliens Eight or whatever the hell they're up to, and you make it an R-rated film, you just don't put the Disney logo in front of it. Right. Like Disney doesn't care about credit anymore. Right. They care about where the money's going. Well, if you look at it, I wonder if Disney still has any studios that are like what they used to have, like Touchstone. Yeah, yeah they right. don't. It's just Disney. Well, because, they've pretty much brought them all into the same umbrella. And yeah, just because they, those Touchstone was even there because they're like anything that we do that's over G, we don't know where to put it. Miramax you know, was make, the same thing. Yeah, and they had Miramax for a while. We could do you know pictures with boobies in it and put it under Miramax. Um, I think in this case, you know, they've, they've realized that we can still do PG-13 and whatever. And some people have said that. Like, they've already watered down Predator and Aliens to PG-13 films before. Then maybe they do it again. Well, or um, you put it just as Fox is its own studio. You'll have you'll still have the fanfare. And it just never says Disney on it. But, again, your money goes up to Disney. You know, they're still you, counting money at the... The thing like, hey, Fox just paid us $110 million for last year's box office or whatever. Like they, they keep Fox, like you're saying, to be like Touchstone and Miramax. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because if you watch those old Touchstone films, except in the Indicia, when the credits roll, it never says anything about being owned by the Walt Disney Corporation. Until yeah. you get to the very, very end, and it, yep. it comes up with... It comes up point of this. So. Yeah. Point of, yeah. Then you see the Disney logo. After all the credits, you get that like blue screen on, you know, on the old VHSs. Mm-hmm. And then it would bring up the Disney logo, and that'd be the last thing you saw. <laughs> you just watch Disney films, right? And that's what with they Star Wars films F-word. they do that now. They what? you know they get to the very end, you have the bad robot that shows up, then you have the Disney bad logo, robot. and that's it. It's you know always at the very end where it's almost like most people are not even going to look at this. Yeah, you still see the Lucasfilm piece at the beginning, right? Right. The Lucasfilm is the only thing you see at the beginning. Yeah. That's I still I if if you had to bet on something, I think that's. You know, where but the Mar- to, but know, Marvel to five. like X Men and Fantastic Four will fall under yeah, they'll Marvel. Yeah, just go to Marvel eventually. Whenever Kevin Feige decides he doesn't want to do it, anymore. right? Because I think he doesn't want to do anything with them. Who knows? I mean, we don't know, and we still got three or four years before we'll ever find out. So this is all of this is the same thing. I went crazy on one side about this damn Idris Elba as Bond. Yeah. Because so many people are like, oh, I was no, going to include he's that gonna news, be, but... He's going to be the next Bond like next year. And I was like, there's still one more Daniel Craig film for God's sakes. Like, can we get past the next one before we, and that's, I'm still, I still even... contend, I still contend that 
that that interview that Craig did where he's like, I'd rather cut my wrist than play Bond again. I'd rather bleed out the it eyes was, than do a, this. Was trolling that media that's trying to throw dirt on his grave before freaking Spectre even came out. Yep. It's two months before Spectre. He's doing all this press for it. And the only thing they can act is, hey, what do you think the next Bond should be? I'm in a film. I'm talking to them about doing another film. And you're already casting 16 different black British actors as the next Bond. Stop. But the article didn't even say that. Uh, Not a single article has said that there's another Craig film, one. And two, Idris Elba has already said he doesn't want to play it. Right. Well, even though. The, the, He's like, the one that said it should be a female. They asked him three. about it. And he said, no. I don't want to do it. It should be a female, which doesn't make it James Bond anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Two of the three articles that popped up had Idris Elba on it, uh, you know, like on the cover photo. Yeah. And all it talked about in it was that the producers and writers have said, now it's now, they feel like it's now progressing to the time where they could have. Barbara Broccoli was asked. (laughs) Jason Broccoli. Um was asked specifically about a new bond and if it could be Idris Elba or something or right. she said like I think I think it's time for someone like Idris Elba to play basically to have a minority right. play that character. Idris Elba's asked is I think it's time for a woman to be I think it's did, time Did she actually say Idris Elba because I, yes. I, I, I she thought said that, his name. I I didn't remember seeing that. I just remembered that it the was last, just, it was a time for That's where this came from. Barbara Broccoli, Broccoli last week said someone like or, or or Idris Elba would make a great bond or whatever. Right. Elba months ago said he doesn't want to be Bond. Right. And he'd rather have it be a woman. And all the times, the next Bond is Daniel Craig. Right. Because he's still doing one more film. Right. And that's what, it drives me crazy. It's the same thing here. We can't even get to, we still have three more movies, three more Marvel movies we know are on the docket. Captain Marvel, Avengers Infinity War 2, and Spider-Man Far From Home. We know there probably is a Guardians of the Galaxy (laughs) 3. We don't know anymore. There's probably a Black Panther two. That's five films, and all we can talk about is when are the X Men showing up? Right. When's Fantastic Four? When's it? Just stop, for God's sakes! Like, what does that validate? It nothing. Because you know what's the worst thing is going to be? This is this is the nightmare scenario. We're going to do a Fantastic Four film. Comes out in 2021, and it's the first Marvel films movie that outright sucks. Yeah. Just blows from start to finish. Terribly acted, terrible effects, not directed well, not it just blows. You're like, well, wait, Fox should. I've been it. waiting 20 years for. I've been screaming on the internet. Fox, Disney should buy the rights back and give us the Fantastic Four film we believe. Do you read Fantastic Four? No. Are you a fan? Not really, but I know it'd make a good movie because I have a screenplay. Look, here it is, Kevin Feige. Well, you saw it's the just news. so crazy. It's like stop talking about you this saw crap the news as we that, talk about this crap. Right. You saw say, the, oh, yeah. the whole last segment. <laughs> You saw the news that resurfaced about how after the last Fantastic Four movie came out, everybody at Marvel ripped down the posters of the Fantastic Four. They canceled all the books. No, they then, didn't. They canceled before this. But no, no, no. This, is, this, was, this was how you know, it, it's worded in the articles. And, you know, this has all been taken down because Fox has the rights to it. And now there's a Fox and Marvel deal, get, or a Fox and uh, Disney deal getting ready to happen. Oh, no. Guess what? There's going to be a Fantastic Four coming back to Disney or to, to Marvel. That's why there's a new book out. Not no, why there's a new it's book not out. why there's a new book out. Marvel stopped marketing Fantastic Four. They stopped marketing X-Men and the edict in a way to tell X-Men writers, don't make new characters. Right. Exists. Because why make that character? It's automatically Fox's. Right. 
the thing you may see in the next year or two is, hey, we can get new X Men finally. Why did why did the why did they take the same five X Men from 1966 and bring them forward? Because they we can't do anything else with them. I get all of that. The reason Fantastic Four was and and I've heard this more than once from people who are associated with Marvel. There wasn't a good pitch for it. Yes, it wasn't time. They kept those two characters. It's like oh, they don't use them for anything. Do they? Johnny Storm was in the Inhumans. Oh. Thing was in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Those characters were there. Yes. They were in Marvel 2 and 1. They've been there. Jonathan, Hick- Jonathan Hickman wrote a story of Reed and Sue and the kids. Yep. It took five years to finish it. He goes away for two years and then comes back and gives you Reed and Doom in Secret Wars. Yep. And that's his story. And they tried doing it. They gave James Robinson a Fantastic Four book, and it was terrible. Right. That fraction before that started doing the book and like, eh, I don't want to do this after Marvel Now. It literally, when you get to the end of that, it just, you read it and go, eh, it's not very good because of the last one. They had the same problem with X-Force after Rick Remender. Yep. Rick Remender's run is, is it, it defines the X-Force genre. Well, you had Yost run before that. Yeah. When no, you, I'm talking when... after. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Rick Remender's run is the iconic run for it. It's the run that was popular from start to finish. The next time they tried to, to start that book, eh, it just fizzled out. The next time they tried to start that book, eh, it just fizzled out. You get these good runs, and a lot of times you just can't do anything with it for years. Right. You have a name writer in dance slot leaving Spider-Man for two months, and then coming over and doing yeah. Fantastic Four because he's writing Spider Spider Genom. Right, 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 right. So oh, so stupid. Um, to have a name character, uh, name character, name creator, you have uh, a well-known artist in Sarah Pichelli doing the book. Yeah, and it's good, by the way. Fantastic Four one's actually a really good, a really good comic. I can't wait for number two. That yeah, there, had there's a twist with what do... they did with the with Reed and the Sue, right? No, I thought I had read something because I haven't read it yet. There's something about the the iconic couple in the Marvel universe. There was something supposed to be a new twist or something, a new... Not for yeah, that. Yeah, Mephisto came in and yeah. said, you're not married anymore, so... <laughs> Marriage no more. Um, no, it's... <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a book that's very much about, in-universe, how this kind of reaction to the Fantastic Four has been missing. Right? Because they're not fantastic. The only two of them are there. The right. other characters are gone. Um, it's something that really hasn't been addressed anywhere else. For more than it, but I didn't read Guardians and I didn't read Inhumans. You know, it was there, sort of like Johnny misses his sister and his friend and all that. But it was never a point where you sat down with those characters for twenty odd pages and they'd be like, "My best friend is gone. My 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 sister is gone. Yeah. Uh, my nephew and and niece are gone because Franklin and Valeria are gone as well after Secret Wars. So that's what this book is. Yeah. When Thing came over to the Guardians, I don't really remember too much of him. It was pretty That's much like, here, not, I'm, here I am, I'm part of the team Yeah, now. it's not, you know, they it didn't take an issue the... for Guardians in the middle of a Guardians run and have, you know, Angela or whatever sit down like, how do you feel, Ben? Well, right. my best friend's gone and my sister's gone. They didn't do any of that. So that's what this is. This right. is kind of trying to reset you in the universe going, they've been gone for years, probably, you know, in terms of comic book time, like two years or whatever. And that's where it goes. It, it'll pick up in the second one. But it's it's a good issue to get. And then the new backup is fantastic. Yeah. Um. It, it's not that the Fox deal wasn't. It was they waited until they got a name, and a pitch, and, and a, a creative good story. team that they could put together to do it. Because it's not like they didn't try. 
they kept trying. It was like the James Robinson book after Matt Fraction. James Robinson's mother wasn't reading that book, for God's sakes. Yeah. I mean, that's how bad it was. It's just nobody touched that book. Nobody cared. Well, Fraction's run was so good. So was Hickman's run. I what? mean, they were... Yeah. I, they're, Fraction's they're... run is terrible because he didn't finish it. Well, okay, yes. It was a good idea that he got four issues in. He's like, how much money did we get? Honey, how much should we get from the team? Oh, screw this. I'm yeah. not doing this anymore. That's, that's true. That's, that's the problem with comics, though, too. They just keep yeah. going after that iconic run, saying, oh, we got to keep on going on this title, instead of just waiting until a writer comes yeah, up. Yeah, we're having something Because they're trying to find, okay, who wants to write this? Okay, you can write it now. Do you think but that's, you didn't pitch a story, get, so... Do you, do you think that's what's tr- happening with Amazing Spider-Man? No, because... Oh, the, a, the, the, I haven't read the first two. You have... It's that back-to-basics thing that they always yeah. do. Uh, Grant Morrison is taking over Green Lantern. Right. He's going to do a new book with Hal. His pitch was no more gigantic, cosmic, guardians are evil, crazy, universe is going to blow up. Jeff, you crap. We're going to do cop <laughs> stories. That's basically what he said. Yeah. Is we keep trying to do bigger than the story before. Right. And at one point, you're just, you already did the supernova. There's nothing after that. It's heat death of the universe. It's done. Yeah. So let's bring the bring the needle down here and build these detective cop procedural stories that are good and solid and you get a little bit farther and you get a little bit farther and then something big this is what Warren Ellis it's going to be more grounded to earth right? well that's what makes no it's more space but it's going to be space like space cop there's a murder space cop yeah that's what it is that's what they are anyway his pitch for it was no more the the guardians are the bad guys enough of that yeah no more you know there's 19 lanterns for earth and everything's earth and no more that no more of the source wall no more this which is very anti-morrison to me i'm like that's what he does really well but i loved his reading his pitch his actual pitch was in the back of um the dc nation magazine not the back of it was it was an article in the dc nation magazine about it his pitch is basically let's dial it down yeah. Let's do, you know it's the same thing Batman and Detective. Batman was always a story like, oh my god, the Joker's going to blow up Gotham and Detective was somebody murdered Killer Whale and I have to find out who it is. Right. For a lot of years. It was you know Peter Parker and Amazing. Amazing was the Hobgoblin is going to, you know, melt the polar ice caps and Peter Parker was I have to figure out who's cheating in my classroom. Yeah. You know, it was just a different science, you know, a different tone to it, a different a different scope to it. And the same with the Fantastic Four. You went for this huge, long storyline and timelines and back and forth and future and past. It was nuts. And then you did Secret Wars on top of it. Right. <laughs> and then you tried to do it afterwards. And you're like, this isn't going to work for a while. Yeah. And so this, they set themselves up where you had to give that time. It's kind of like Steve, you know, when are we going to bring Cap back? When people finally realize, hey, we should probably have Cap back. And then like, no, they like Bucky. Let's wait another year. Right. Um, Peter Parker coming back. 30-something issues of Superior Spider-Man? It's almost three years? Yeah. Two and a half years, three years before they brought uh, Peter Parker no, back? That was bi-weekly. So yeah, it would have been tw- about a year Was it 22 half. issues or 31? It was 30-something I issues. I thought it was two years. Anyway. It's, it might have been two years total. It's a point now where them being back is the story. Right. Because it's been so long. And then we'll go from there. And we'll see what Dan Slott does. So... Back to the X-Men thing. Do you think that part of the reshoots could be that they're just trying to set up an end to it? Or do you think it's... No, I think the well, reshoots are... Bad. We need to fix this it. This movie's terrible. Yeah. Because from all accounts, this movie is... The whole third of this movie is trash. Right. So, 
I don't think it's an ending at all. Because again, I don't think Fox has any edict to do anything other than be Fox. Sure. I, I believe, I, I would I would be more likely to believe that they just scrapped the whole film. Then we're going to go back and reshoot something that brings you an ending. Yeah. Will it probably be closure? Sure. Because why wouldn't you? Right. Oh, you have two other decades that you get to. But you get did the same the... thing with Days of Future Past. Yep. The end of Days of Future Past could have ended everything. And at the time, we were wondering if it did. Right. Because you just, you get that ending going, there's nothing you there's have to nothing, do anymore. You, you've wrapped and then up did, everything. Yeah, and then you did Apocalypse. That, that ending is perfect. And that, when you go back and look at it, that's probably where they should have ended it. Probably. Because it's, <laughs> it's a, beautiful, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful ending. I like Apocalypse as a film, but it doesn't... Which, by the way, you know the uh, the digital um, movie streaming service, Movie Now? Or uh, Movies Anywhere, whatever it is? It's, it's a it's a movie it's an app that now will bring in like your streaming services from iTunes and Amazon and everything that you've bought will now come into one app. So you can search all in one spot. Yeah. So you have all that of your sense. everything that you've bought in one. So they if you now linked up your Microsoft account to it, they gave you Days of Future Past for free as a digital download. I never bought that movie. And I was like. I oh, I'll just do this, and it sure enough popped right up. It's got everything. And I was like, I forgot how good this movie really was. Is it the Rogue Cut? No, no. Because I don't. You know, I, remember... I haven't gone through all of the you know because it has yeah. the special features and everything. I haven't gone through all of that. I just watched you know. I just saw it, it popped up, and I, I went. I remember you were talking about you wanted to wait to buy it to for the, see the, for the Rogue cut. cut. Yeah, which I think that only gives you. It's what? like fifteen minutes. Is it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was it even that long? Yeah. I thought it was shorter than that. It was. It was like now I know that minutes. Deadpool. They have a super duper cut that adds 15 minutes of extra footage to the movie. It's just throughout. For Deadpool two, if it's yeah, hilarious, that has, that has the, sure. But does if that it's have all the, the X-Force part? Yeah. 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 The what? Oh, there's the, a great one. the um, scenes at the end when he's traveling back oh, and changing stuff. He goes hey. back to Hitler as a baby. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, they, they have that well, they, in there. They shot a ton of those, but they cut a lot of it because they just felt like it was too much. I think that was the one and that I think that's Disney, what they're, they're adding a lot of that. There I was think. a joke in there that Disney told them they couldn't do at one point. Disney can't tell them to do anything. Well, Disney or Marvel. They told them they couldn't do it, and they, Fox took it out. So I, I and I'm wondering, if it's, I'm wondering if it's the Hitler one. I think it's the Hitler one. But because... I realized when I was watching this time, he mentions nearly every single member of the Avengers – in in the movie, you know he, he obviously he calls he, he calls he Cable calls Thanos, mm-hmm. you know he mentions Winter Soldier's arm, calls him Cap. Uh, I think the only thing he doesn't mention is Tony Stark or Iron Man, mm-hmm. but he does the whole when he he jumps on Juggernaut. Spoilers if anyone you know, he jumps on Juggernaut and he's doing the whole thing of hey big guy, sun's going down. Yeah, sun's <laughs> going down. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean he, there's like you know. He breaks the fourth wall, you know, and then he calls Cable. He says, you know, sure you're not part of the DC universe. You're so dark or something. So yeah, yeah. you just, it's, it's great how they, they, can, mm-hmm. he, he was, they were allowed to do all those things within that movie of making those references. Well, yeah, you can, you're not referencing their names. You're well, it's also the fact that it, they they could, the they could call, uh, uh, that they're protected by parody. Right. So yeah. That's why. Maybe. Marvel could have told him the there's a scene that they shot where he's uh, snorting the ashes of everybody. He's got baggies that's labeled like Bucky, oh. Panther, 
you know. Is that real? Yeah. I thought that was a fan video. No, that's that's Ryan Reynolds. Wow. Is it really? Yeah. There's uh, a there's well, a still scene. Well, it's still gonna be a fan video. It's still be Ryan Reynolds. No, that's his but voice he did for so, sure. But he but he did so many of those fan videos yeah. and things like that. <laughs> but he's sitting there. He's like he's snorting like all the ashes from. The, that would be cool. There was a, that might have been the one that they told him they couldn't maybe. do. Maybe there was a tweet run of like my drunk boyfriend and it was like stupid things your drunk boyfriend said and she says my drunk boyfriend who's the most handsome man in the in in the world me uh you no it's ryan reynolds (laughs) (laughs) it just storms off it's just like that was my night with my boyfriend no it's ryan reynolds it just storms off (laughs) yeah but yeah i mean i think well they may have had to ask permission hey you know we're going to you know do a joke where we name Thanos, or you know, we're gonna say something about that. They may have to get cleared from the studios that own those rights. Yeah, I mean, I can see it's the ash snorting just on the fact that Marvel wanted to keep secret of who got sure who got killed, basically. Well, so. yeah, because that came out before Infinity War. So. Yeah, it yeah, was like so. two weeks before. So if they showed that, so they like, can't say uh, how this happens or what happened. It wasn't two weeks before. It was a week after, wasn't it? Wasn't it between Infinity War and Solo? Yes, it was. Yeah, it, was it was after. after. Yes. Yeah. So. But they could, you know, that there could be reasons that tie into Infinity War. They must have um, shot that quick because I can't imagine Marvel told them who, who died. Yeah. If you're, if you're trying to keep it secret, the last thing I want to do is tell a rival studio. Right. Deal or no deal. Um. With Howie Mandel. <laughs> wow. Isn't that coming back? Is that one of the eighty-five things that's coming back? Yeah, with Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Dude, Murphy Brown is coming back. Yeah, you didn't know that. No, no I well, sit there watching. We talked about it on oh, the yes. show a couple weeks. Not ago. Not Murphy Brown. Yeah, no, we, didn't. we were talking. No, we were talking about Magnum PI. No, we were talking about we... list of shows that came out, and I specifically said, "Yeah, they're bringing back Murphy Brown." Right, now oh. you're just and then Chris stuff. was like, "Chris is like, yeah." I don't remember us ever mentioning Murphy Brown on this you show know who's ever. Really, you know, who's really mad about that though. Dankwell. <laughs> And that is your nobody gets that Whoa, joke. Oh, that's an old, old joke. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that and I was like, holy crap. P-O-T-A-O-E. Um, potato. Potato. Um, what was I going to say? Is that, uh, mm-hmm. um, Hardwood. <laughs> oh, Fox. Oh, Speaking facts. of Fox. Facts. Is going to start, there's going to be a live action Family Guy movie. Ugh. There's also Are they using that cosplayer that always plays him. <laughs> they should, right? Um, 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 um. There's going to be a Simpsons sequel movie. Well, that was already in. Right, and then um, they said there was one. Seth other... MacFarlane is going to have to change character <laughs> so many times <laughs> in that movie. Do you CG? Uh, Stewie and, and Brian and no, you find a kid who has a football for a head and God, a dog they, that can talk. If they use that guy that is the real life, real life. Uh, there's a guy that has a football for a head. No, there's a guy <laughs> that looks just like Peter Griffin. Yeah, sounds like him too. They have. Well, to I'm use sure he worked on that voice. Like, hey, well, then his name is oh, the Bob's real Burgers Peter is the other one they're going to make into a movie, hmm. live action or animated. Um, the live action would be hilarious. The just, Family Guy is going to be a live action. Yeah, just Luke Bob's Burgers and just use the voice actors as those characters. Well, awesome. Oh my god. It should be Patton all Oswald guys. Is... Yeah. Tina or. Yeah. Something. All guys doing it. Well, just in drag and everything. Louise is the one that. That one chick that always plays 
really quirky characters. Yeah, Luis is a woman, and so is um, uh, oh, for the love of God, what's the youngest? That's no Luis, the youngest one. Oh well, yeah, no, I'm thinking yeah, it's Linda. Well, Family Guy's yeah, gonna Luis be a live action Shaw. hybrid, so it's gonna hmm. whatever they're gonna call that, you know, however Ooh. they're gonna do that. Kristen Shaw. Kristen Shaw. What yeah, they're Maggie Shaw. Kristen Shaw. They're all named Maggie or Kristen. <laughs> what? Um, are you excited for a Simpsons new movie? That's the only thing out of that that I care about. Yeah. So the first Simpsons movie is amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't care about anything it's else in, that you read off. Bob, so. Well, you don't watch. Bob I don't Burgers. watch Bob's Burgers. So <laughs> Bob's Burgers would be. I don't know how you make Bob's Burgers into a movie. Yeah, I don't either. That's what I was trying to figure well, out. You do Unless it, it's you if, do it the same way the Simpsons did it, where it's Simpsons like, did it. They have to go Simpsons on some, did it after Simpsons a long time, though. Yeah, they took, well, yeah, they took you must, you take a scenario it. and just make a movie out of the scenario. Like, well, yeah, but the, the Simpsons did a good job of finding a scenario that was super crazy, super wacky, but also required two hours to fix it. Right. Yeah. You know it, the 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 problems and the fix. It, Oh, it's such a family-oriented film, though, too. Yeah. It's Bob's Burgers, it's like behind it. their world. I can't think of anything in their world that might. It'd have to be the wharf, but the problem is the wharf is always in trouble. Mm-hmm. There's been nine episodes about losing the wharf, trying to sell the wharf. Mr. Fushoder's brother has tried to, to buy or swindle the wharf out from under Mr. Fishorder and then sell it. And so those those kind of stories have been done. You never had... The town of Springfield is completely cut off from the rest of the world because Homer decided to dump pig feces into into the water. <laughs> yeah. Spider pig feces. Well, um, he's not spider pig anymore. He's Harry Plopper. <laughs> Harry Plopper. That movie is so good. Yeah, a family guy. And you guys uh, went to see Superman. What? That was uh, Comic-Con. You guys all went to see Superman. Oh, oh yes, yeah. We saw we saw Harry Potter, and you guys came home like, "Yeah, you made the wrong choice." Yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, Superman Simpsons. Doomsday, wasn't it? Yes, I think so. Mm. That's a horrible movie. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and they're redoing it again. The death of Superman. Yep. That's how bad it was. <laughs> uh, which I, I heard that's actually really good. Whatever. I, I gave up on all the DC movies, uh, animated movies, and no, I didn't give up on all the DC. Movies. <laughs> I'll watch Wonder Woman too, but Wonder most, Woman nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Um, yeah, Family Guy hybrid. Do I have to watch the first 1,983 of them? Yes. Oh, wow, it's going to be a lot of movies. (laughs) Back to back. Because if you don't watch... I wonder if I've seen a thousand movies in my life. I can't imagine I have. I I, know, I've I've seen more than that. A thousand? Oh, God, yeah. That's a big character. That's a lot. I'm talking about individual titles, not a thousand times. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you have in your entire lifetime. I'm sure you have, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Yeah, I I know I have seen it. Yeah, but you watch anything. That's true. Um, Think of an average of what three to four movies a year. But are you wait? Are you just Quant- talking? Or quality, three, four not movies quantity. a year gets you to a hundred. Are you talking just movies that are? That's twenty three movies a year. I've not seen a thousand films. Are, are you talking just theater movies? No, or I'm talking about like one thousand films. You'd have to see twenty three different. So like movies if it a was a film or a movie made by say sci fi or something. You know, mm, it was a two-hour like theatrical, theatrical movie. Yeah, something that's released in the theater. You didn't have to see it in the theater, but... or or straight to video or something like that. Sure. As long as it's I, a, a I movie, I still think you have. I bet you I have. 
I think you. Twenty three. I might for you because no one hates their free time more than you do. <laughs> Did you watch a lot when you were a kid? Not really. No. Not twenty three. No. And I've definitely been off. I figured out. You. I think that. I think that when factor. I was going through, like, I was listening uh, or cleaning out my notes and stuff. I found like the year end for two thousand fifteen, two thousand fourteen, or something. You know, I, I listed all the movies that yeah, I had yeah, seen yeah. before our our thing. Yeah. It was like eleven that I'd saw in the theater. So I would have had to see twelve more th- more movies at home and i usually don't if i don't see it in the theater it's rare that the first time i see it it's a little bit more now because of netflix yeah but even then it's not not even close really see i i just watched uh uh victoria and abdul yeah you know i've never seen it before it was a good movie it was was really good watch it straight through yeah or was it a background no i watched it straight through it was i was really impressed with it it was on you know, like it had just started when when I turned it on. Yeah. I was like, hmm. I was you know sitting there for a couple minutes. I was like, you know, it's like one of those things where you know you, you turn is, on Barney or something, yeah. or you're, you're like, why am I watching this? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you're going, this is really Dude. good. Really with Barney? Barney. No, <laughs> the big with Barney. I mean, I had that. I had that with Teletubbies. Not necessarily yeah. good. Is more like this is mesmerizing. But that's I'm talking about. Here's the thing with a thousand really because that's what the twenty three numbers of misnomer because. I'm doing a thousand divided by my age. Right. First five six years, there's no way I'm seeing twenty films when I'm zero. Right. So that number is probably has to be somewhere in the thirties. But you got to sure. factor in movies that you may not remember that you watched when you were two but or even, three when your that mom probably sat you down. I have seen. That. I know I've seen the X number of films. It's not a thousand. See, since going becoming SAG and having all the screeners too, my movie intake's probably doubled. At least. Yeah, but is it still 30 movies a year? You're not that much older than me. I bet you I've seen at least 30 movies a year. And movies that you straight actually sat down and watched yeah. instead of yeah. throwing the background or Arabella's watching and you're just flipping on your phone, not giving a crap. So No, no, actually, yeah. Oh, no, there's movies he watches by flipping on his phone and not giving a crap. <laughs> um, yeah, there's the... It's interesting if you could write down what you've actually seen this year. I bet you you wouldn't get to 30. I bet you I would. I don't think you would. I have to, I'll just sit down. I don't think you would. To 30? Yeah. Try and f- do the ones, I'd say, before the screen, before you add the screeners in. Okay. And try and figure that out first. And then you can throw the screeners in. But. I bet you I've seen at least 15 in the theater. Actually, I think Beth and I figured it up because we figured up our number of how many, how much we've spent in the movie because we're trying to figure out if we wanted to get the A-list pass. I think I'm doing that. Because for us, it's $720 a year for all three of us. What? Seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred twenty dollars a year for three people. Oh yeah, because it's twenty bucks a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah twenty bucks a month for I was three like, people. Wait a minute, it's only twenty dollars a year. Wait, no. I just go on Tuesday. I don't need. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't need. I don't need. But we were trying to figure out. Because even then, I don't see three movies a month. Even three movies. A, if I were to see three movies a month, yeah, then you get to thirty six. Yeah. But again, you'd have to be doing that for the last thirty years. Right. That's unlikely. I want to go back through because I I've kept. I'm not saying. My, but I'm not see, saying you're at two hundred. Yeah, but I don't think you're at a thousand. I'd like to figure. If we, I, I, I've kept think my of stuff every movie you've ever seen. <laughs> so go back to when you were ten. <laughs> because see, when I was, I'll in, give you, I'll give you eight. Get, find a list of every movie that's released okay, and God. just click them off. Because between, because God, they've done the, the AFI top one hundred, oh, yeah, and yeah. I've gone through that. I'm like, I'm not even close. I don't even think I have twenty films in the AFI top one hundred. Because I don't go back and I watch a lot of that, those classics. See how many I've watched now? Um, no, but. Cause there, there used Let's to do it be, on air. There used to be two or three 
There was probably three or four years when I was growing up between 12 and 16 that me and my friends at the time, every weekend, we would rent like five or six different horror films. You know, the B horror films. And oh, those like shouldn't that. count. What? It's terrible. They're movies. <laughs> I said, but they shouldn't yeah. count. It's a lot of crappy movies. I mean, yeah, they so, still shouldn't that's count. That's what I'm trying to... But that's what I'm factoring You can make friends. five or six horror like, movies in a week. That's why it shouldn't count. All of, all of the Dark Moon movies, you know, like the Puppet Master and all those. Oh, I've Lord. seen... Uh, I think I've seen that entire library. Okay, then maybe you are at a thousand because I think there's a thousand <laughs> Puppet Master movies. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, the... Um, hell are we talking oh God, about what was his name <laughs> where did this come from uh, i've seen i've seen all the swamp thing movies oh um radioactive no not radioactive man what's the uh i wish it was a radioactive no, movie yes. we tried to get we tried to let fox steal our idea for a while oh my god up what, and at them what's the guy what was the uh toxic avenger i've seen Whoa. all of those um you remember the you remember the cory feldman high school one where uh all of them yeah <laughs> i've seen most of those um, <laughs> license to drive seen license to drive <laughs> i've seen um dream a little dream oh um oh young guns both of those which oh, is the 30th anniversary young. of young guns this weekend maybe young guns um, young guns too is better than young guns <laughs> i god this would be a boring episode if i just sit here and name everything <laughs> yes let's keep going <laughs> So, Star Wars. When we're done. I want to do the the 100, though. Yeah. Star Wars, the live action Star series. Wars, we now know that John Favreau is making a Star Wars series Farber. set after Return of the Jedi. A couple of years after, right? Something like that. Sure. Sometime after. Shortly after. I don't think it's moments after the Death Star blows up. No, but shortly after. And it's going to. The universe to... is. The galaxy is still in chaos. It's going to feature Mandalore. Which Mandalore is it going to feature? Right. <laughs> the Clone Wars Mandalore, or the true Mandalore that Kevin, Karen Travis wrote about. Actually, reading that idea, I thought immediately, like, this could be what Karen Travis was writing about in the legacy novels, of the yeah. way Mandalore came back to prominence. Because it mentions in it this idea of Mandalore trying to build itself back into a galactic power. Right. Now, of course, they were one... They were pacifist power and the Death Watch and everything that was in Clone Wars. And the idea in Karen Travis's novels is trying to get Boba Fett to come back and become this figurehead leader of this new Mandalore. And they develop a new metal to make starships and yada yada. And I thought it could be something along those lines. Yes. It's probably, you know, I'm surprised the Game of Thrones guys aren't doing it. because It's just Game of Thrones on Mandalore. Um, well, because remember, Mandalore got a bunch and, of and Rebels was in complete turmoil. Yeah. Well, we're also going to see Mandalore and the new Clone Wars. Yes. New series. That's what it's all about. It's how Mandalore basically falls. Right. To all to all uh, indication. So it's a, it's a good idea. It's an established name. It's an established part of the universe. But it has nothing to do with anything you've really seen before. You get all new characters. Mm -hmm. And we all know Boba Fett's going to show up in the last episode. <laughs> Or the first you episode. Know. I know. I, the first I, episode they, could be you see Boba they, Fett emerge from the... Didn't they say in it that Boba Fett's not in it? They said that there the aren't article. any Fets in it. Yeah. It's going to be... There first, aren't, first, it's not about the Fets. Well, they talk first about live it. action thing that has to do with Mandalore with no Fets. Yeah. Well, there's nothing that... Well, no. The Mandalore... Oh, live action. Sorry. Um, nothing really deals with Mandalore. Watching right. Empire, you realize they never say his name. No, they don't. Yeah, he keeps, he just keeps calling him Bounty Hunter. Right. The only reason you knew his name was Boba Fett was because of the, the Christmas toy. special. Yeah. I got 40. Woo! Uh, damn. That's actually lower than I thought for you. 
Uh, I thought a you lot of old it. shit. Well, yeah. Oops. <laughs> now we got it. You're barely on the mic right there when you said um, that. <laughs> so, I, I think you can see that that's going to be their their season cliffhanger. Yeah. Because well, all you need is the armor, and Timmy right. Morrison's still alive, so you can do the voice, and you're done. Yeah. And, you know, or you can use Timmy Morrison. He's not doing anything. I'm sure he could. Uh, he could be an older vet. You can use fat. Daniel Logan. Well, if it's a clone that's going to be into an adult, the adult would look like Timmy Morrison, not Daniel. That's Logan. true. So if you if Timmy Morrison's still there, you can see Timmy Morrison play as Boba Fett in a second thing, and we'll get what everyone was saying for the longest time. Why don't you just do a live action series about Boba Fett? Yeah. I mean, it's easy enough to not easy enough to do, but I mean, doing Fett or Mandalores as a character because it's all practical, it's all armor, right? And it can be very easily made and be made differently than. Than the original armor was, and it could be less bulky and everything, and less heavy. Again, watching Empire on the big screen last night, man, that that scene where the stormtroopers run up the steps, like how hard was that? Those guys must have fallen like crazy. Well, I mean, um, the good thing is it's still plastic or plastoid, but well, they can for for this new one. I mean, you can use foam, the 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 stuff that the 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 cosplayer, yeah, yeah, the cosplayers use. Warbler is basically a, a, a very light material. Right. So, and But it looks great. You paint it and you, you weather it and it looks like armor. Yep. You give it the right sound. You know, someone wraps you on the chest. It goes, ding, 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 instead of... Well, yeah. It's, you know, you yeah, do that. The sound post. effects. Yeah, it's all that type of stuff. With the Foley work. stuff. So, it's it's a it's a cool idea. It I think it, it gives... It's a great idea to do where you stick within the known universe with something that's very familiar... And not have to be beholden to and being worrying, in that time period and worrying about Luke, Leia, Han, or right. Anyone. What you'd be worrying about and what you could enter, what you could play with at some point, is the remnants of the Empire and the beginnings of the New Republic. Right. This New Republic military stuff we kind of saw in the flashback scenes of Aftermath, the Chuck Wendig uh, trilogy books. Right. Those those little in you know in um, interludes. Interludes. Thank you. Um, those types of things could come into this. Yes. And so that's that's the the. You know, you've got a lot of avenues that you can go. There's no establishment there. Would you like to see some Hudson show up in it? No. 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 What about not, other, not in the first season? What about other aliens? I mean, because you'll be primarily on Mandalore. It sounds like. Well, if you if you're treating Mandalore as if you're treating the Mandalorians again as they did in the EU, which is the idea that they were all nomads. There was no such thing as a Mandalorian bloodline. It was right. all nomads that were willing to be these mercenaries and bounty hunters and but stuff. as you see in clone wars they're all humans yeah they're all humans or near humans or, yeah. or whatever um i'm sure there'll be aliens in it i'm sure there'll be you know the guys and guys i'm not it, it's it makes sense to me interplanetary because travel it gives you things. yeah you hope it's not always mandalore right you know you don't now, always want to be there but you got a nice big planet hopefully it's not like the whole planet is x right. it's, it's all forest or it's all ice it's like how about some place that has poles yeah. That has, you know, here's a here's a wooded area, and there's a desert over here, and then you can kind of play around. Mandalore is the most unique planet in the entire Star Wars universe in that it has one, it doesn't have one uh, setting. Environment? Yeah. Um, oh, throw that out there. Do you hope to use some of the Clone War designs for, like, vehicles and things? Mm-hmm. Like, remember the ships and, you know. Because Mandalore had Probably some very will. unique ships. Well, there's also ships that they developed, again, in the EU. That was the, the later fighter that was in the Legacy book series. Too. Right. So I'm sure they'll, they'll use pieces and there'll be new stuff. And No, it should be, it should be cool. It's, it's, a good, it's a good place. I think it's a good decision 
that it's a good place to be. It's a good time to be where you can, you haven't explored it yet. Yeah. You can bring a character like Boba Fett into it. Then you have to bring other cameos of yeah. characters. Bosk, Bosk could show you up. You could have other mercenaries show up. Or any other bounty speaking hunters. basic. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, though. the first bounty hunter you see, damn it. Yeah, and but, he's the first one to speak. He doesn't really speak in Empire. He makes a sound. He makes wow. a sound, a growling sound. He looks like he's, he's speaking at him. Like, why'd you call me scum, you bastard? <laughs> I'll eat you. Um, oh, you did it too. What are you at, 10? 42. What? What? How are you ahead of Mikey? Is that a film school? Uh, <laughs> I, I would have had more. There's some on there that I should have seen, like Godfather. I haven't seen one or two. Really? That surprises yeah. me. And some other movies on there. So That's so funny because I was just thinking about going back and watching The Godfather again because I haven't watched it in years. Well, watch one and two. One and oh, yeah. But <laughs> if, if, I, if you want to watch them, I'd, we'll have to watch them one night because I'd love... Sure. Because, as a matter of fact, there was something that came on that was about The Godfather. Was, I was watching on... It was, I don't have this must-need-to-watch it, but... But, no, it was just something... Because I, had, I hadn't even thought about it for years. And then, all of a sudden, I saw something... You know, they were talking about Marlon Brando and, you know... Yeah. And becoming... An ass? Yeah. <laughs> and becoming The Godfather. No, he was always an ass. <laughs> and just that, that whole... Then he know, bought an island. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was like, started God, I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah, yeah. I was like I need to. I haven't watched that in a while. I need to sit down and watch that again. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, as a as a, a middle aged adult now, Italian man, I probably look at it differently. Especially knowing that now that I I know that I have had family members that were in the mafia, yeah. and that's how you're gonna treat with their abilities. exactly husband or whatever. On, on her wedding day, you'll be offering favors. Yeah. <laughs> Put orange peels in his <laughs> cheeks. So, cut the heads off and put them in the places. It's gonna be amazing. You're done. You're done. Don Delis as the Godfather. That's what the Godfather is. Go back and watch it. Yeah. You got to slap people on the cheek while you do. Um, what was it? Was it Robin Hood Men in Tights that he was in or something? <laughs> No, there was another movie that Dom Lees was. Yeah, because he pulls uh, the cotton balls out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah, he's like the king, isn't he? Isn't he King John? But they play him as Marlon, as 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 like the Don. I don't know. I don't remember. I haven't seen. We that. know it's one of the, the thousand king was films. Gary Cole. Was it Gary Cole? I don't know. Dom Lees is in. It's it. like the oh, weirdest yeah. episode. I know, right? <laughs> Just do the let's randomly talk about movies that no one's seen in thirty years. Um. So. This more. week. Star Wars, mm-hmm. speaking of movies that <laughs> 30 years or more older, mm-hmm. Star Wars, mm-hmm. A New Hope, and Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. played mm-hmm. at the Hollywood Bowl mm-hmm. with a live orchestra. Mm-hmm. You saw yeah, it Saturday night and saw Empire. I saw Friday night with A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Travis, I think, saw Tuesday night as A New Hope. Last year I saw Raiders. Yeah, I, I wish I would have gone to see uh, two before. Harry Potter, they did. They had like yeah, Goblet yeah. of Fire earlier. I wish I would have gone to see that. I think they do like a Harry Potter movie a year or something. Yeah. Because like they, they always have one on there. Because the interesting thing was. The one I missed was Back to the Future like three years ago. Mm. Oh, that would have been good. Did you see. Speaking of that, real quick, there was a con this weekend somewhere and they Le- had. Uh, Leaky Con? Huh? Leaky Con? Was that what it was? It's a Harry Potter con? No, 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 no. There was a con this Why weekend. Why is it called Leaky that... Con? Leaky Cauldron? Leaky uh, Con? 
That's stupid. That the main cast of uh, of Back to the Future always showed up at. It's like the yeah. first time they've been together for years. Something yeah. out here. There was one. What was it, it, Marty, Biff, Doc, and um, it was like a couple months ago. What's right? her name? Um, and then Michael J. Fox shook to eighty-eight miles an hour, <laughs> and they traveled back in time. Jesus. Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> oh, oh wow. Uh, we had never Please send your letters to <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> care of nerdables.com Mikey's comments don't reflect the views of oh nerdables and its God. affiliates yeah it does you just all don't, don't want to cop to oh it. that was brilliant though <laughs> um, but that was like the first time they all were together in you know public in years and they actually did a panel and you know answer questions stuff. they don't talk to each other yeah but that, that... Leah Thompson just started making out with Michael J. Fox <laughs> why Doesn't are we so obsessed now? with these people <laughs> speaking of Empire man so for all the stuff they change in Empire, the one thing they can't change is her just completely tongue screwing yeah. her brother. Yeah, <laughs> like why is that scene still in there? Um, <laughs> here's the one thing I did notice when there were you know watching Star Wars: A New Hope as many times as I have, you get so familiar and comfortable with the orc, you know, with the music in the background that you know it and you know where mm-hmm. every you know beat's going to hit and every measure changes. When they released, they they. Many years ago, they released a double disc that was every piece of music in Empire in order. Right. Listening to it, I could do the words to the beat. Right. Without just listening to it in my headphones, yeah. I could just do every every word to the beat. But here's the thing. I don't know if it was the maestro's decision with the L.A. Orchestra or L.A. Philharmonic or not, but there were a couple times that the music changed just slightly, and I was aware of it. I wanted to ask you, if, since you were there on Saturday, if you heard anything where it just changed slightly, like maybe you know the horns came in a little louder, or that's was... but that's that's a lie. That's why you're you're listening to the that's recording. probably the instrument. Or yeah, whoever's that's playing the, the yeah. There's stuff that 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 dominates that doesn't dominate in a in a perfectly mixed recording right. that is then synced to your film track. But there was a couple times live where it is going to be just a little different. different. Well, it's it's going to sound different because it's live. Yeah, it's, it's also people a that may be just a little off. Right. It may be a little bit. They come in too soon. They leave too soon. And that's what something yeah. plays. It could be the acoustics of where you're at, where the bass isn't as big as you think it is, or, right. or you know that you remember. It wasn't anything different. The different part was that they muted some of the sound effects so that it wouldn't take over the music when yeah. when I'm watching Empire. But you know, like the asteroid chase was much different because the sound effects weren't really in it. Right. It was just the music. Now I've listened to that song. Or that piece, or whatever you want to call it, when it's an orchestral piece, probably a thousand times or more. And I did the little hand motion. Yeah. Um, the hard part is not just saying everything, <laughs> like going through it. I lifted the X wing with my hand. Yeah, well, that's why I was. I was. I caught myself several times reciting. You know, we tried not. I, I tried not to, but there were one part like the the uh, I'm not afraid. You will be in the second one. Listen, I turned like you will be. <laughs> Because that's one of our favorite lines. Right. That was great. We did the Luke Skywalker. We did the I love you and I know with each other. And it was just like... No, it's cool. Like, I've done Once again, this... Mikey's... <laughs> <It's not laughs> like that. I've line. done... A little stupid. Uh, no, I'm going to have to agree with Mikey on that one. <laughs> I've done the, the, the live to a couple of times. Well, I did uh, Nightmare. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I, like, I know there's at least one more I did. I did Nightmare. I did Raiders. Simpsons. I've done this one. The Simpsons wasn't done to the movie, though. It was music from no, the show, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is just from start to finish. The right. weird thing with it is there's no encore. Um, 
This is the intermission threw me off too, because <laughs> this is the first one I've done. Well, the funny thing is watching and, it, and I'm going because I know it's in there. I'm like, where where are they going to drop the intermission? Where did they drop like, it? It's right after the cave, I think. Okay, do you it's know right where, about where do there. you think they did it for New Hope? After the Death Star escape? No, before where? when the, when the Falcon is getting pulled into the Death Star. That right. seems early. I know. So you know, it has a shot from the the side. Yeah. You know, the ma- the big master, and then it cuts to the the view from inside the docking yeah, bay, and you see the ship coming in. Oh, right as it starts to come in, it goes to intermission. That was bizarre. Yes, and it was weird because I was like, "Wait, what?" Huh? I think I think it was the cave. It was all. It was it was that kind of part. It was Dagobah, sure. and them. To me, that should they should have left. Or maybe after they rescued it was either Leia. it was either that or it was after when they're leaving. Yeah, yeah. It was after they they jumped, uh, not jumped, but when they they left the trash. Yeah, that might have been it. It was somewhere there, somewhere in there. Because I'm going like, if it's somewhere about halfway, where would that be? Right. Because I'm like, are they going to cut it into two thirds or or what have you? Because like Raiders, Raiders, I think was when they. Throw him in the well. I was going to say that would be about the right I think spot. It's, I think it's when they throw him in the well. Um, <clears throat> That's a good part to cut it too. Because yeah. you see you drop and then you just cut and come back with the so yeah, fall. They, they, it's... <laughs> then they put the spotlights and... <laughs> yeah. A lot of that. They play... When you're listening to it and it dominates the soundtrack. You know, the, the soundtrack dominates what you're, what you're listening to. You, you kind of... And I probably haven't seen Empire all the way through in two years now. I know I haven't seen the Blu-ray edition because the all of the Emperor's dialogue threw me off. Well, if you've seen it anywhere for the last two years, unless you're watching one no, of I'm the... Watching, I'm watching my old... Okay, TV. I was going to say, if no, you're I'm watching, watching anything that's thing. on TV new, no, no, or... Because that's, why that's all they show that's now why is the Blu-ray watch, edition. I won't watch Jedi on TV. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> you just hit the mute button real quick. I wouldn't want to hear that either. Um, for listening to me... Boy, the Imperial March is everywhere. Yeah, I mean it's oh, yeah. everywhere. It's it's like he knew ahead of time. Like, oh, this is what the fans are going to watch because they they played it to come back into it, or they played it at intermission. Like as soon as the intermission thing went on, they played it a little bit. But yeah, it's definitely there. It's the Imperial March is the is the best because everyone with their sabers up does the. I mean, it looks like a it looks like a heavy metal concert. Yeah, right? everybody just doing the dun dun. They're moving their sabers back and forth. So, so that's we, fun. Did you so? Every time something cool or somebody cool came or new came on the screen, that the fans like the lightsabers all lit up and came up. It was every time. Every time there was a lightsaber battle, yes. they were up and yeah, they 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 raised it like when Yoda the gonk droid up. got when it shows the up. The gonk droid's awesome. The gonk droid got li- wah, a lightsaber wah, standing wah, go. Wah. Um, it's it's funny is that you know the certain scenes you, <laughs> when he uh, when he's in the the the. Um, the carbon freezing chamber with Luke and Vader are facing each other and he, you know, he comes off the platform and he gets the thing and he, he hits Vader with the roar and he hits the thing and everyone's kind of cheering I'm like no 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 it gets worse yeah like what are you <laughs> cheering <laughs> for you know they lose and that's the the hard thing watching that movie is like there's never really a point that you cheer right Hoth when the two things fall and I'm like yeah but the Norwegian military gets just completely effed up I'm yeah. sorry the, the fun thing is doing the, the first transports are away. And I noticed, like, me, and I, I grabbed Melissa's hand and go, first transport, like, hey! And we lift our <laughs> hands up. And I just saw, like, a smattering of people. And I'm like, you people don't know Empire! That's the only thing you could do. It's so much fun to do that one. 
especially if you're at SeaWorld. Um, <laughs> never told you that story? No. I told you that story. So the summer after our senior year, myself, White Chocolate, Scott, Jared, and our other friend Scott all went to San Diego for a couple of days. And we went to SeaWorld because we're dorks. And in the penguin encounter, when you're walking out, the sides look like ice. Right. So it looks like hot. Right. Jared's at the very front. And just, the first transport is away. And the other four of us included, hey! And it was he, we just walked out like, oh, it was so perfect. It was so beautiful. Because <laughs> we all knew exactly what he was doing and where it was from. Right. So we're just walking out in silence because just the four of us, we, went there, we were still there like super late. And we're just walking out. The first transport is away. Hey! And that was it. So... <laughs> When I didn't see that at the bowl, I'm like, you people don't know what you're talking about. Just get out. Just go. Just get out of here. When Vader and Obi-Wan had their lightsaber fight, everybody had their lightsabers. When Luke yeah. was Luke was training with the with the drone. With the remote. Yeah. Everybody's, you know, they're doing yeah, the everyone had the, whenever the Whenever there were lightsabers on screen, the lightsabers were yeah. on the whole time during the, the, the battles. Um, you know, they had to do it really quick with the AT-AT. Yeah. Uh, they'd do it really quick with Han Solo. Uh, with the well, they, they did it really they did it for you know the when luke gets the lightsaber when he nearly tries to take his eye out yeah, um, exactly uh but still I, the the ceremony music is so good yeah it's so good especially live that i mean that was amazing there's I, great music in all three of them oh yeah the thing is empire has like those three iconic pieces that I think are original to them: Yoda's theme, the Imperial March, and it feels like Leia's theme is not in the first one; it's in the second one. No, Leia's theme's in the first one. It's when you when you first see her in is the. It? It's when. In the Death Star. No, when you see her with R two, and then when she's in the Death Star, when Luke comes in. That part I could see. I don't remember if that's the same one, but if you throw that out, then I'll give you for me because one of my favorites is when they. Uh, when Rogue Two finds the Luke and Han. Yeah. And I'm just like shaking up and down. But let's just keep talking. Stop. Like, just enough. Like, what? I'm excited. Come on. Like, this yeah. is my favorite part. There's dinosaurs and they shoot stuff. Um, I wanted to see Empire. But then I, then I was like, oh, everybody I know is going to see Empire. The choice of people is always Empire. Empire, and then, then I was like, you know what? What what settled it for me was I've never been to the bowl, and that was my first time. Yeah, wow. I know. And I saw Star Wars. The first movie I ever saw on the big screen was Star Wars: The New Hope, obviously. So I was like, I'm going to go see Star Wars: The New Hope because I want to see. You know, it's kind of like as I put on a Facebook or an Instagram tweet, the circle is now complete. You know. Seeing it, uh, seeing Star Wars for the uh, first time in a place. As much as I still love Star Wars and I still love Jedi, it's just Empire has means so much more to me. Yeah, and it's one of those out of the trilogy, I can watch that again and again, and it doesn't really lose anything for me. Like even seeing A New Hope, it's sort of like okay, let's go, let's just go blow up the Death Star. Like come on, because <laughs> the dialogue is good. And there's, there's just a lot of stuff in it, and there's stuff is. Again, not seeing it for a while and seeing it on a screen like that. And, and you're watching and listening. The, the soundtrack's so amazing. But also, I'm watching it and watching the Yoda piece. And I'm like, this is a puppet. Right. This is a puppet. And it moves better than the CGI in episode one. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And you're like, this is amazing. And never really, like, like I've always kind of paid attention, but it's that kind of rolls back. 
the, the the scene where he's on the log waiting, you know, Luke's it's cold, it's dark here. But and he's just picking at the ground. Yeah. Just like a little old man, like, yep, gotta go in there. <sighs> Hurry up, go. Yeah. yeah. Um and some of that kind of stuff that's that's there and the the hot sequence is so great. I still love the <laughs> The adept that stops for half a second, turns its head, and shoots the snow speeder, yeah. and then goes back to shoot the generator. Uh, no, but the other the other reason that you know was the did they? I might I might be misremembering, but wasn't there? No, it's in the book when the snow speeder crashes into the into the cockpit of the adept. That's not in the movie. No, it it's is in the, the book. book. Yeah. It is the book because I think it's I think in the book it's wedge. Maybe I'm wrong. I seem to remember in the book, or it kills the General Veers or something like that. I don't yeah. remember what it was. I, yeah, that I'll have to be, look at the novelization again. It's been okay. a long time since. Um, I said, I, I, for some reason, I had that in my head that there was a snowspeeder that crashed into the head, but. But yeah, no. So another reason was because I thought it, you know it'd be fun to have the dynamic of both of it. You know, especially for the show purposes, uh, one seeing one, one seeing the other, because then it gives you know. A comparison of the two. If I could have gone to New Hope, I would. But if I could have gone to both, I would have. You know, without without a doubt. But it was it was really it was you know it was, it was like almost took me back to being a kid seeing it for the first time because it's you when know. you see it in a new experience. It's the yeah, exactly. Kind of seeing Nightmare that way. Um, Nightmare is always interesting too because it's it's live music, right? And so. And to have that was the first time that the entire uh, singing cast of Nightmare had come back together because it was always either Catherine O'Hara or the gentleman who plays Oogie Boogie. The other times that they had performed it, when they performed it in London, I think Catherine O'Hara wasn't there. When they performed it in New Orleans, the guy who plays Oogie Boogie wasn't there. Yeah. So the the bowl performance for Nightmare was the first time that all of those actors and actresses and the singing voices were there, and they would walk out on stage as the movie's going. And so you're like, you don't have to cheer for Danny Elfman every time he walks out on stage. Because uh, they would sing everything live. Right. Like only the dialogue was recorded. Um, and so that was... And also you hear that it's like, that's that's different when it's a live voice. You're like, Danny Elfman's voice isn't exactly the same as 1993. Uh, but that's that was seeing Raiders that way. Raiders is one like, I don't remember the last time I've seen Raiders before. I saw it last year. Yeah. It had the, been a while. But also realized, oh yeah, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing was that you see so many, you know, you, you, the different generations there, and you saw, you know, like one family they had their the grandfather was there with the dad with his son, you know, and, and just seeing you know, and the little girls there, and everybody's you know starting to dress up, and they got these t-shirts on, and you're going, this is cool, this is what Star Wars is supposed to be, you know, and then you're going, and then realize this all is those a, kids have never seen it before. But this is a 41 year old movie. That still has this much excitement behind it, but you don't get that for you know most films don't have. Well, not anymore because last year I screwed up. <laughs> so Star Wars is stupid now. But I just thought you know it, it was a very powerful, moving experience, and I was yeah, glad Wizard that, of Oz. Yeah, I was gonna say Wizard of Oz. Um, Gone with the Wind to a degree. Those people are dead. <laughs> So, no. Hey, the last... Uh, Wizard of Oz consistently plays over and over again. The last year. member of the Lollipop Gang died like a year or two ago. Yeah, but the people that enjoyed Gone with the Wind are dead. Oh, so. oh I got you. <laughs> My mother is still alive. <laughs> How dare you? She, doesn't, she doesn't enjoy that. Yeah, you've she seen Gone with the Wind, right? Please tell me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
I saw it for the first time on my flight tour from London. So I think Ethan, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, I think I saw it in high school. That's one of the year forty two, wasn't it? Yeah. But I've seen it like three times just in film school alone. <laughs> wow, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you That's most a long of it. Movie. I've yeah, seen. I've so seen long, it probably three or like, four times. Yeah, I've seen it once. I'm good with once. Um, anybody got anything else that we missed this week? A bunch of people walked out of uh, Walking or Talking Dead. Did they really? Yeah, like one of the executive producers or a bunch of staff members yeah, walked out of the female staff, staff, members, staff members. members. Is that how Robert got his job? Because no, Robert got his job because that, that was a bad joke. No, no, I'm serious. Uh, a lot of the people in that PA, assistant PA, they left when Chris Hardwick left. Oh, because it was and not in a solidarity support sort of sure. thing. It was as Robert said, it seemed like a lot of people that were ready to leave, but didn't find an exit. Uh, and it was like, well, this is a reboot, so we can go. So Robert is a PA. Robert, I believe so. It's like an assistant PA or something. He's. It's probably one of those things where he's there. There's not a very defined right role. It's a go a, a jack of all trades. Did sort he of thing. did he know somebody that got him on? Yeah, he applied for it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because usually he was, an inter- he was an intern at Universal for the so he went through CSUN's film school and right. graduated. He put well, usually film. Yeah, I think his film. I gotta find out if his films on, on usually film. with a PA job, especially like that, it's. Well, it may not be a PA. Hey, I know, I you know, I know this guy who you know has been to film school or something, you know. Oh yeah, we'll bring him on. You know, and they're really hard to get onto those shows because be you're standing usually, in line behind, you know, nepotism. It's usually you start out as an intern, and then you if can, you're lucky, if you, I mean, well, yeah, unpaid well, he, intern, and then you can get into he PA spent, from there if if you meet somebody that likes you. He spent the spring as the intern for Universal, yeah, like on the lot, yeah, going on doing all this other stuff. But uh, Talking Dead's at CBS. Yeah, but I'm just saying he's done. Right, right. He's but he's he's had some yeah. experience where they went, oh, okay, you've got something yeah. on your resume. But they must have had a lot of people leave at one time to get. Probably interesting. It's um, Talking Dead should be coming back. I think it's tonight. I think it's tonight. I think they said it. Yeah, Fear, Fear's, Fear's yeah, premiere the is tonight. tonight. Yeah. Mm. The weird thing with it is that they're already shooting. Like, so do they get to see the? Does the audience get to see? They well, he's list, oh, he's listed as associate producer, which basically means do everything. Yeah. Robert is? Wow. Yeah. Associate producer of The Talking Dead. Interesting. Nominations are kind of... Because associate producers... It's higher than a PA. Yeah, it's a lot higher than a PA. Yeah, and then he's not a PA. Interesting. Former creative marketing assistant, focus feature. Um, marketing assistant. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay, so um, anybody else got anything Love else? Robert. Congratulations to Robert for that job, by the way. So, in that case, I'm going to wrap things up. So, make sure you check us out at facebook.com slash nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And we're on Instagram as Nerdables. Also, we're going to be starting a Harry Potter podcast, which is going to be my daughter doing it. Um, Arabella. With you? Maybe a couple episodes. Hmm. I'll be on, you know, maybe the first few, but she wants to bring some of her friends on and things like that. You may want to direct that. I'm going to direct it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like we, we tried to do a test one. And I was like, you need to go back and read the books and not only just watch the movies because there's some characters you're not familiar with. Has she read any of the books? She started, she's read uh, most of the first one. Oh, I blew through the first one in like three days. Well, but she's I know, 11, she's a little yeah. kid. It's a, it's a big <laughs> I book I understand that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, three days. I mean, but there's a, lot of, you? there's a lot of kids that read that. Oh, no, I quick. know. So she'll be doing that. She'll be starting in the next few weeks. It's called Witchcraft and Wizardry. It'll be everything about Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts and with everything in the J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World. 
So, right. yeah. Cool. So I thought I'd mention that for her. Um, so for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next week. We will. Maybe. Why? Oh, your movies. <laughs>